Welcome to Tech Talk with Optimal RX. My name is Kristen Gilmore. I'm here with Julianne Grant, and we are ready to talk herbal medicine. Kristen and I are both practicing naturopaths with 25 years' experience between us. As big herb nerds, we are excited to explore all things phytotherapy and health with you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tech Talk with Optimal RX. Today, Julianne and I are lucky enough to be joined by one of the world's leading naturopathic oncologists, Dr. Lise Olshula. And we thought we'd have a chat with Lise today because on Saturday, the 1st of April this year, 2023, Lise will be presenting an incredible masterclass for us. And that's going to be held in Melbourne, Australia, and it will be focusing on building skills for patient-centered integrative care. And it's just going to be a fantastic um, plethora of insights and things that Lisa's garnered from all of her clinical experience. So the day is going to be split up into two sections or two sessions with the first session covering Lisa's clinical pearls in integrative oncology and the second or afternoon session covering managing pharmaceutical side effects and discontinuance with botanicals and other natural therapies. So it's set to be an absolute jam-packed day full of super clinically relevant information And so if you are a practitioner and you haven't snapped up tickets yet, I would highly recommend contacting OptimalRx to grab some before they all go. Now, Lise, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. Looking forward to seeing you all in person. Oh, we just can't wait. We're really hanging out for it. But um, before Julianne and I ask you all about this upcoming event, I'm just going to quickly give our listeners an overview of some of the major topics that you'll be covering. Mm-hmm. So in the first session where you're talking about your clinical pearls and in integrative oncology, you're going to be covering quite a number of topics in this area. So everything that ranges from key communication guidelines, effective hot flush management in hormone receptor positive breast cancer survivors. You talk about infection prophylaxis in patients with leukemia, how to manage mouth sores during head and neck radiation therapy, and even discussing patient prognoses. So there's, there's quite a lot, and this all comes from your over two decades of integrative oncology practice. So that's just going to be a phenomenal session. And then in the second session, where you're talking about managing pharmaceutical side effects and discontinuance, you're really going to be reviewing specific integrative and botanical implementation strategies to support both medication tolerance, so helping our patients successfully and safely stay on their pharmaceutical medications, um, as well as optimizing medication discontinuance, so helping our patients when they do need to wean off or come off pharmaceutical medications safely. And, you know, that's also going to be just a, a huge session looking at the ethical issues um, around this, how to successfully partner with patients prescribing physicians. And when we think about all the different um, pharmaceuticals that our patients come to us and they're on, you're really going to be covering some of the big hitters. So um, opioids, antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, proton pump inhibitors, blood pressure medications, as well as selected chemotherapy and anti-estrogen agents. So, Lise, we're just so looking forward to hearing all of your practical strategies to support patients in this way. And we know so many of our patients are come to us on these types of medications, and we really have to get ahead around how to support them best. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you did a great summary. And I, I think that uh, one of the things you said I want to just pick up on is that both of these seminars uh, or the whole day is really practical. You know, I, I um, of course, if you know me at all, you know, I like to dive into the literature and come up with the evidence to support what we do and what we know. But I really wanted to give information that can be translated into clinical practice right away and information that I've found to be very important in my clinical practice. So the idea is that people will emerge with a toolkit that they can put into their practice right away. Yeah. Hey, Lise, like I, I know I'm counting down the days for this whole day seminar um, and practitioners can choose if they feel like they're, they're more into the oncology side of things and wanting to learn more about that. They can just choose a half day or vice versa with the pharmaceutical management. But I think the full day would be the way to go. And I'll be doing that and I can't wait. So I'd love to quiz you a little bit without giving the whole seminar away a yeah. on your morning session, which is the clinical pearls in integrated oncology. Now you'll be sharing some of your top tips basically your top pearls of wisdom but how did you come to these as topics like how did you arrive that these are your top clinical pearls yeah it's a good question you know I suppose in some ways it's a bit random like things that just popped into my head but when I reflected on that why did these pop into my head it was because these are issues that I encounter on a regular basis and they're issues which I think integrative practitioners have a particular and important role to play in mitigating, resolving, optimizing. So I really wanted to select things for which patients often find themselves without good answers from a conventional medicine perspective. And when they come to see a naturopath, herbalist, integrative physician, they can really gain a lot of support. So I wanted to sort of, you know, give us a chance to really show our true colors and um, what we can offer to people diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, perfect. I mean, our tool belt's different to those in the, the other medical realm as well. We can work well together, but it's great to see what those clinical pearls are, and I can't wait. Can I be cheeky and ask if you can give us a preview of just one of them, just one of the clinical pearls? All right. So I reluctantly will, will release a clinical pearl. Um, you know, one of the things that I talk about is chemo brain. Um, so chemo brain is something that happens to over half of the people getting chemotherapy who have been diagnosed with cancer. It's basically neuroinflammation and it is the result of both the cancer and the chemotherapy itself. And there's essentially no conventional treatment for it. You know, there's just now we're beginning to see some research on the value of exercise, which, you know, certainly has a role to play, but there's really nothing that these patients um, have available. And this is not just like a transient thing. People who have altered cognitive function as a result of chemo brain might suffer with this for decades or theoretically even the rest of their life. And it's not just mild chemo brain. In some cases I've had patients come who really struggle, struggle very deeply with name recall with they no longer can multitask effectively. I mean, it just is very life disruptive. So the good news is from an empirical perspective, we, you know, there's not a lot of research per se, like clinical trial research on integrative therapies, but empirically I've found that we have so much to offer these patients with chemo brain. So I'm going to highlight some of the strategies that I have in this regard, which will include mostly actually botanicals and some of our nootropic botanicals, which um, have been researched in other conditions. And I've found to be very helpful in this condition, especially when 
they're partnered with some um, sort of what I would call natural substances. Um, so I'm going to also give a sort of a perspective on how to combine maybe botanicals with some substances, some nutrients, which can help together to really augment. And this is, you know, pretty amazing. Like I've had many patients, many, many patients report significant improvement in their cognition and really pretty quickly within a couple of weeks, they notice improvement and it just gets better and better. So I'm excited to share. I, I didn't give anything away, actually, did I? <laughs> <laughs> You're very good. But that is exciting because that is, like you said, that is life-changing for people because the frustration that comes with that cognitive decline or even memory recall, short-term memory recall, if we can help in that area, we're literally giving people back a lot of their life in a way, aren't we? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, a lot of practitioners might sort of be listening to this going, oh, but, you know, I don't specialise in adjunct oncology care or I don't see patients in that way, patients in that way, sorry, which I actually think we all do to a certain level. But I'm just wanting to know from your perspective, the information that you're going to provide, how does that pertain to general practitioners, herbalists, naturopaths, or anyone that says, hey, I don't specialise in cancer care? Yeah, I think this is actually really well suited to people who don't necessarily specialize. Certainly people who do would benefit. But, you know, the reality is one out of every two people in this world are going to be diagnosed with cancer. And so there is no way you can be a clinician of any stripe and not see people diagnosed with cancer in your practice. And I think that one of the things that's important to recognize is that cancer as a disease and then certainly its conventional treatments have very long lasting effects on health. And so that even if somebody has been through treatment, a lot of these issues may persist like chemo brain, for example. And then if you, let's say, have a patient, you have a good relationship with this patient, you've really optimized their health and you're working with them on issues, then they get diagnosed with cancer. Wouldn't you like to be the person that can be there and support them through the process in a safe and effective way. Why should they have to go establish a new relationship with an integrative provider when they already have a good one? So part of this is really to empower practitioners to have tools at their disposal that they can use for the benefit of patients in this particular circumstance. That just, oh, it's, I feel like we're going to be so lucky (laughs) to get all of this wisdom from you, Lise, when we're in these sessions and the, you know, the word that you just use empower, I think that's really what this is going to give to practitioners, really build their confidence in this area um, because there is so much we can do and I just can't wait. Um, Now, I just want to quickly ask you a couple of questions about the afternoon session. Um, You're talking about managing medication side effects and withdrawals. And this is actually quite a common reason we see that, uh, you know, patients will come and and seek out naturopathic care or integrative care um, because they need support in either managing side effects of their medications or you know they're looking to come off their medications and it can be really tricky and it is an area that we actually um, get a lot of I guess questions from practitioners about in our role at Optimal Rx Tech Support and patient uh, practitioners do uh, are you know a little bit concerned they want to make sure that they're doing this safely and and effectively so it can be a tricky process but yep. it is a really rewarding process so we're you know looking forward to this and and I just wanted to ask how are you going to approach this in your seminar yeah so it's a big topic and I've 
you know, my attempt is to cover lots of different drug categories. So for each one, I want to um, describe sort of the, a little bit of the pharmacology associated with the medications, because the more we understand how the medications work and, you know, what their potential side effects are and um, kind of what their duration of action is, all these things, the more uh, accurate we can be in supporting people's not only tolerance, but also ultimately withdrawal if they're in a position to do that. So I'll spend some time talking about the medications and then really go through some integrative strategies that I found in my clinical experience and also which are evidence-informed that can help people make that withdrawal. Um, I would say the emphasis is on botanicals in this afternoon session, but there are other substances that come to play and other lifestyle integrations as well. And, you know, again, it's, it's um, organized so that it could almost be protocols for people, you know, so people who attend could definitely go back to this deck and find kind of fit their patient into the slide sequence and figure out how to best support them and at least get, give them some guidance. And I think this is important because this is an area where patients are nervous, practitioners are nervous. And so I really want to give people some things that will give them the confidence, as you said, to kind of step into the ring on this and actively guide their patient to through a safe and effective process. Well, that's just going to be so useful for practitioners. I think, you know, there's not a practitioner that's out there that wouldn't have to deal with some aspect of this. So it's just going to be so valuable. And uh, now, Julianne, you've emboldened me. So I'm going to try and draw something out of you, Lise, without giving too much away, obviously. Uh Um, Can we get you to share an insight from this part of the presentation, maybe perhaps regarding withdrawing patients, say from some, a really common medication like uh, proton pump inhibitors for acid reflux? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I'll be a little more <laughs> forthcoming this time around. Um, but, you know, PPIs are an interesting medication. They're used so much. They're over the counter now. They're just, you know, widely available. And yet they have issues. A lot of, and it's kind of the target drug for a lot of integrative practitioners. You know, we think, oh, PPIs are bad. And they can be. I mean, they increase the risk of kidney disease, of dementia. They've been associated with dementia risk. They've been associated with fracture risk, with SIBO, with nutrient issues. So, you know, there's good reason to consider. And yet, if you just stop somebody on a PPI, they get rebound acid disease and they invariably go back on the PPI and it can be very difficult. So I'm going to talk about some ways that we can determine who is a candidate for PPI withdrawal, and there's a test I'm going to talk about, and it's serum gastrin. I'll give that away. And looking at serum gastrin and the level to to figure out who's going to have rebound and who's not. And um, using that to then sort of uh, put into place a program of natural supplementation. And I'm even going to give a very detailed table, which will time out exactly kind of how to do this and how to reduce the dose, because it has to be done very slowly and very methodically. And, you know, we all know, for example, DGL can help reflux, but it's not like you can just substitute DGL for a proton pump inhibitor. It has to be done in a certain fashion, um, in a certain sequence, at a certain rhythm and rate. And then we got to check and see what the gastrin is doing. So I'm going to give you kind of that, all that detailed out as an example. Well, that 
is just going to be amazing. And I think for most practitioners out there that have had a patient where I know I certainly have patients that have tried to take themselves off proton pump inhibitors mm-hmm. and just had a horrible rebound, you know, yeah. reflux, they're, they feel like they're on fire and then they think, well, this is just the rest of my life. And, you know, we can be the practitioners that actually really help them, um, you know, get, get off those if they, if they can and if they need to. So that's going to be yeah. amazing. Well, I guess um, overall, if we think about you know, the whole session, for practitioners that are thinking, oh, this is going to be really good, but, you know, what what am I really, what is the main thing that I'm going to gain from this seminar? Um, I guess if they're telling their friends to, <laughs> to buy a ticket, what would you say that they would they would get overall? Um, I guess I would say they would, they'll gain a deeper understanding of, um, so, so a deeper understanding of all of these topics in a clinically pragmatic way. So not just a theoretical understanding, but an understanding that justifies and informs how they can then interact with patients. So ultimately, my hope is that they'll actually be stronger integrative practitioners. That's why we love having you here at OptimalRx, please, <laughs> because, well, you're obviously one of the best in the biz, but also the fact that you make everything so clinically relevant. Every time we've had you give us a webinar or seminar, we've been able to apply your knowledge and your research into clinical practical tools. And I think that's what I'm so excited about to have you join us at the 1st of April for your full day masterclass. But in the lead up to that, we get to chat about everything with to do with medicinal mushrooms for that. I know, I'm so excited for that. So in the lead up to that. So that's also going to be awesome for practitioners that want to look up, um, look into that. That will be in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne in the week leading up to your masterclass. So you'll leave us just with so many practical tools and a full dispensary of medicinal mushrooms and everything else you talk about. So I can't wait, Lise. And thank you for giving up your time yet again today. Uh, to fill us in and let practitioners know what you're really going to be talking about. Well, thank you too. And I am very much looking forward to being with you in the end of this month in April and learning from you as well. And just really excited to partner with Optimal RX in this way too, because I have a lot of respect for the products that you guys are putting out there. And I think, you know, all of the things we're talking about, they only work if you have good quality products. And so that's kind of a a, a deal breaker or a or a game changer or whatever the expression might be so I'm, I'm excited to work with y'all yeah we can't wait so we look forward to seeing you finally face to face in a couple of weeks thanks again Sounds good <laughs>